0: Heads up, this episode contains some spoilers for the Barbie movie. Hi Clarkies! We couldn't resist dropping a special episode to talk Barbie, philosophy, and film. We hope you enjoy it. We'll be back on Wednesday, August 23rd with a brand new season of Challenge Change as we start the fall semester. TTYL! This is a Clark University podcast.
1: So do you think when Barbie is in Barbieland, does she have real emotions in the first place? So when she goes to the real world, it's both a positive and a negative experience. Philosophers ask the question, are emotions we experience in response to fiction or even emotions we feel in prop play, are they real emotions or not?
0: Vibka Demling is a philosophy professor at Clark University. Her research includes 17th and 18th century philosophy and questions about emotions. On Friday morning, she went to the movie theater and caught one of the summer blockbusters, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. Ruth Handler created Barbie, named after her daughter Barbara, to inspire little girls to become whatever they want to be. The first Barbie doll launched in 1959, and since then, Barbie has become an international icon, both loved and criticized. By all accounts, Barbie has been a smashing success at the box office. Why are we so drawn to the fictional world of Barbie land? Vibka, an early modernist, has a theory. Since I have a two-year-old, it seems
1: yeah, fiction is really crucial to human nature. We engage in fiction because the real world is super hard to deal with. And I think, you know, that's a, that's an interesting answer. I find that to be true when things are hard sometimes fiction helps. Um, there's also that interesting layer to it in the Barbie movie because it's both Barbie as a fictional character in the film, but also it's about this prop that we use to
0: make fictional worlds I'm Melissa Hansen, a producer in Clark's communications office, and this is Challenge Change. An analysis of human nature continues in one of the film's early scenes. Barbie, clad in sparkles, throws a blowout dance party. It's the best day ever. But suddenly, she asks her fellow Barbies and the Kens, Do you guys ever think about dying? Does being curious about morbidity and mortality Say something about Barbie.
1: So it's clearly the starting point for Barbie's journey, so that's when things start to go wrong in Barbie-land. Sometimes make this joke that, well, what do people want to talk to a philosopher about on the plane? And it happened to me twice that within a very short conversation with a person sitting next to me, they asked me, well, oh, you know, what 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 do the people you study think about that? Western tradition, at least they'd be curious. He, So no point thinking about it too much. Life, death isn't here yet.
0: And if you die, no point worrying about it anymore. So there's that question. The team at Mattel created a bubblegum pink and cheery landscape for Barbie and her friends. But is Barbie Land, where dancing and beach days reign supreme? All that much better than the real world. That reminded Vibka of an exercise she uses with students she introduces the Experience Machine, a thought experiment devised by American philosopher Robert Nozick. Imagine stepping into this machine, which will give you one perfect day after another, instead of life as we know it. Nothing will be personalized and you won't know you're in the machine. Would you do it?
1: Would you get into an Experience Machine and the effect of that is you don't have a real life. A machine makes you have experiences. And that's perfect. You get to do all the stuff you want to do. And the question is would do you do it? Right? Students say, no, I wouldn't do this. Even if I didn't know that it was all
0: fictional, I wouldn't go ahead and go into the experience Barbie considers a similar concept on her journey. This is when we meet Weird Barbie, played by Kate McKinnon. Come into my weird
1: house. Hi. I'm Weird Barbie. I am in the splits. I have a funky haircut and I smell like basement. Oh
0: my God, I had a Weird Barbie. Yeah, you did. As Barbie ponders death, she visits Weird Barbie, who presents two shoes a pink high heel representing Barbie land, and a brown Birkenstock representing the real world. Does Barbie want to stay in Barbie Land, where every day is perfect, or visit the real world to assess her existential crisis? After initial trepidation, she selects the Birkenstock. In the beginning, it
1: looks like things don't go wrong with Barbie Land at all. But then it turns out that things that don't go so well in the real world also have some effects downhill in Barbie Land. Weird Barbie's wisdom about that is what helps Barbie out when she gets the thoughts about death and flat feet. So the message there, I think, is this, this kind of wisdom about how things go wrong in the world. That's, that's a good thing maybe for Weird Barbie that she was played with too roughly, and so now she knows how to get to the real world. Can Barbie this advice? So there's this, this silver lining of, of the imperfection.
0: The French psychoanalyst and psychiatrist Jacques Lacan wrote about the concept of gaze, and film theorist Laura Mulvey brought the study into the world of cinema.
1: I think it does, it does actually do a good job on showing how you know, these gazes shape us, both for, for Ken and for, for Barbie. One thing that really struck me is just how performative gender is in Barbie land. Yeah. So it's almost drag, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, which, which I thought was really great. Ken at least gets, gets to see how performance masculinity in Barbieland as it was originally and then as it goes on, as Ken performs it, so patriarchy tells him to. But there's also um, then the gaze that we have in response to that. So being in this limited perspective also is very informative about the patriarchy. I think Barbie is really interesting to look at, mm-hmm. uh, to, to understand that. And I think that maybe part of the takeaway, is if we think about
0: Barbie a lot, that can maybe help us find our identity or break out of it. Philosophy aside, what emotions did Barbie bring forth for Vibka? Happy. <laughs> <laughs> some feelings of revenge. <laughs> yes, Triggered like feelings. that's why I was laughing in the beginning, right? Seeing the Ken's have no power. It's like a little bit of a revengeful feeling.
1: No, it was a lot of fun. But also um, maybe some worries about something class <laughs> uh, But um, I, I very much enjoyed it.
0: To learn more about philosophy at Clark, visit clarku.edu slash philosophy. Challenge Change is produced by Andrew Hart and Melissa Hansen for Clarkieland. Find other episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. One, two, three. Clark! So cool. I did have
1: Barbies, yeah. and I had both 80s Barbies, which is you know, my age, and I also had my own 60s Barbies. Wow.
0: Oh. That's interesting. Yeah, I was a 90s kid, so my Barbies were very much very pink. And then um, when the Spice Girls were getting very popular in the 90s, I had the Barbie version of the Spice Girls, um, and those were my favorite.
1: The Barbies that were bought for me, so that they did get the rough treatment. So I, I found the top,
0: like, colored hair, colored hair. So you had weird Barbie. I had <laughs> weird Barbie.
1: Yeah, you did.